This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Sorry, Mabes, you know we got to start the cast. You know it's time to pod, baby girl. Look at you. You're electric right now. Just the charisma is oozing from my girl. Big Frisbee morning. Uh, Mabel and I got scouted today, and I'm not even kidding. Well, we got semi-scouted. The owner of Calico, who is a standard poodle, very cool poodle, not a doodle. People know my thoughts on doodles. Calico's a standard poodle and he's a good time. He's a good hang. His mom's really cute, really cool. Came up to me at the park, Rockefeller Park this morning and said, my friend who travels around the country competing in frisbee throwing contests with her dog saw you and Mabel and think you guys should get involved and get entered and do whatever, start some training. Not only did she say Mabel's an amazing catcher, which we knew, we knew she dominates out there, but she said I was a really good thrower. Which, you know, it's tough sometimes with the winds out there. I guess she uh, told her to tell me to get a specific Frisbee, but the girl forgot what Frisbee. Well, understandably, you know, we're all running around. We're busy. We're living our lives. We're doing our things. So glad to be back in beautiful New York City. What gorgeous mother fucking weather we're having right now. 75 and sunny, dog. It's great. Um, just returned from Las Vegas yesterday from Skankfest. The best comedy festival on the planet in history, bar none, top to bottom. Shout out to and thank you. Just supreme gratitude um, to Luis J. Gomez, Rebecca Trent, Christine Evans, um, all the skanks, all the guys. Big J. Okerson, Dave Smith, um, all the guest digital producers, Alex Harrington. <clears throat> Harrington ran the uh, Naked Roast Battle. Great work. Uh, he's always looking out for me. He's like, listen, there's like a changing area. And I'm like, shut up, Harrington. Fuck out of here. Don't you go wax your back, you freak. He's my best friend. Um, Alex looks so hot. And she won her little sock battle. I mean, a lot of wonderful moments at Skankfest. Everybody's going to be talking about the Joe DeRosa moment. Um, it might have been the quintessential you know, thing that happened that everybody kept bringing up at Skankfest. And um, during a, a Legion of Skanks, he may have performed a love act with a transgendered woman. I mean, people like are all like saying like, it's funny how I hear comics complain like, oh, like we don't do the, the that festival has so many like woke loser comics. Like they're so woke, they're fucking libtards, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, Really? I don't know, live love sex acts between men and transgendered women. That's not progressive. I don't know what it is. It's like everybody's all mixed up. <laughs> um, I had a great time Friday. Uh, we did Real Ass Podcast and we did 
I did Tuesdays with Stories with Joe and Mark, my buds, and my new friend, Tom. And that was a really fun live show. They streamed that. I had a pretty good... Uh, had a pretty good line. I thought I told Tommy look like Michael J. Fox if he never got Parkinson's. And if you know him, he does. I was like, I made some genuine new friendships. I'm not a big, you know, schmoozer. People, I think, know that about me. I don't move too fast. I don't climb. I'm not a phony. <clears throat> I'm not really like that see-through. But if I like you, I like you. And I love hanging out with you. Uh, Khalees Hawkins, Carrie caught it. Carrie caught it to first gang fest. Her art was absolutely stunning. She had a great time. Those are my friends. I hung out with Joe Liss, Ian Lara, and Fat Lev for a lot. Both of our meaningful hangs were eating. Shocker. Do I look okay, Nicole? You're like moving the thing. Um, it's just like, it's really fun. It's really good for me specifically for a comic like me because I'm not exactly an industry darling if you know what I mean I'm not, I'm not a big uh, I'm not one to pander or uh, cultivate a fan base based on any type of trend <laughs> I'm a sex working loudmouth whore and these are my people and it was so good to see everyone we wore my bracelets did you see my oh I know I put them in here because the truth is I want to wear them a lot, but when you wear things like this, people wonder if you should be in a home. <laughs> like, like if you should be tended to. <laughs> but I really love them, and I love the girl who made them. One says my name, Karen, spelled perfectly, and one says only fiends. <laughs> fiends? Only fiends. And it's blue. So thank you. I forget her name. Fuck. It's a lot of names to remember. <clears throat> um, if you took a picture with me, tag me. Unless I look like shit, then just keep it close to your heart. And remember that moment that we had together when I was vulnerable. Uh, yeah, tag me. It was nice to meet all of you guys. All of you who came up to me and took pictures, gave me stickers. I got lots of stickers. I got drugs. Got some mushrooms. Got some pot. Got some gummies. Uh, this is my fault because there was, you know, food available, but I didn't eat enough day one and I did take mushrooms around 2 p.m. Um, so what happened that first night, and I do apologize for this. This was my mistake. I went back to my hotel <clears throat> and I was staying like, I don't know, 15 minutes away at the Wynn. I'll tell you about it, you guys. What a fucking hotel. Um... So I went back there with the, you know, intention of wiping my pussy, taking a quick little Portuguese shower, bing, bang, bongo. You know, I changed outfits a little bit. I got a jacket. The temp was dipping and I did one of my vampires. I was going to do an NSDR, non-sleep deep rest. Huberman. Huberman. <laughs> Huberman. And then I never woke up. I mean, I kind of did a little on that, but I just was like, I think I was like, it's not, it's not going to go. I'm not going to return. I shan't return. Now, the following night, first of all, woke up, had like a really fun time with Column. This was a fun show. All right. Because you guys weren't there. And I don't think they filmed this and I don't think they streamed it. So this is all you're going to ever know if you weren't there is me telling you about it. So ready? <laughs> 
what was it called? It was like called like roast and toast or something or whatever. And fans just came up and we just got the shit on them or whatever. Nobody was toasted. There wasn't a single toast. And nobody found a single redeeming quality about any of the people that stepped on stage. We were awful to them and it was so much fun. <clears throat> Aaron Berg bailed. So did Zach and Miko. God bless their souls. They probably, I mean, Zach working his ass off. I'll tell you about the naked battles with, cause nobody was allowed to have their phones in that either. So you only have what I'm going to tell you. Um, he, just, uh, he's a superhuman. They staple money to him. Every show he does it. And every time I forget until right before he does it, I'm like, oh, right. This is when uh, Zach lets people staple money to him. And people line up. And sometimes I feel like if you're like the 15th person in line and Zach's like, okay, like one more, like maybe don't. Why? And if you come up there with like a dollar, beat it. I love Zach and Miko. Okay. What was I talking about? Me and Colum. Roast and toast or whatever. <laughs> so we uh we just shit on everything. It was so much fun. This guy came up, he was like, I'm Puerto Rican. And Colum and I for like maybe two minutes were just like, ew. <laughs> ew, 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 ew. <laughs> Um, this fat guy came up with a septum piercing. He was funny. I was like, you play any sports or uh, the farmers just <laughs> grab that and lead you on your way. There was a woman who looked like Michael Bolton. Um, I don't know. That was just really fun. And all the fans were just such good sports and excited to be there. There were some couples, a lot of couples in general at Skankfest. You kind of feel like, oh, man, are people sneaking off and meeting each other? Maybe hooking up in these corners? Not really. It's just, it's a bunch of single guys trying to give people stickers. <laughs> hey, can I give you a sticker? Why? Maybe that was the same guy a hundred times. If so, kudos, bro. I have so many stickers. I have so many stickers. Um, you know, I like taking a picture. I, I, I Take this as you will. If you know... Your armpit is leaking. Don't maybe don't put it and you see that my shoulder, maybe I have a tank top on, maybe I have a sports bra on, like I have flesh out, you know, I have my actual shoulder out. Don't put your arm, don't put your leaky armpit on my shoulder, you know, because then it's like, it's not just, oh, one second of this is a leaky armpit because you leave it behind, right? Like you leave some of the sweat on my shoulder and then a cool breeze blows it. It's just like, it's horrific. <laughs> it's so gross. I also, I wanted to talk about this and I'll get back to Skankfest because there's tons to talk about. It's so much fun. I'm just getting way more sensory sensitive. Olfactory specifically. Um, tactile have always been like sensitive in that regard. But I just kind of like ended a romantic relationship where those factors both came into play. And I'm curious if anyone else is experiencing this and if it's just because I'm older, if I've been in relationships, my 20s, essentially most of my 30s. Um, and it's really just like I've been like single maybe for like three years. And as far as like my routine and living space, this has been the best for me. So when somebody else comes into it and it's like touching me and I have to smell them and the things they do and like watch them eat, I just, 
I just am thinking it's maybe me. Like, I don't know. Like, he could be, like, the hottest guy in the world, I feel like. And if he was, like, eating, like, pineapples a weird way, I'd be like, get out! Get out of here! <laughs> Mabel's also, like, slightly depressed because I... Maybe she is. Maybe she's not. But I feel like she's also, like, deeply in love with him. Formed, like, a very strong bond with him. And I just... Um, I do feel, like, a sense of relief now that I sort of certainly cooled things off with him um but have like my own space back to do what I want all the time not worry about oh like I can walk around in my underwear and it's like not like oh shit I might have to like have sex or like tell somebody I don't want to have sex with them and then explain why or I can just like be like whatever you know and when it comes to that stuff guys like if you've noticed that like the girl is kind of and maybe you've had sex before. Maybe you guys like there's been times where she's been like really turned on and really into it. But if she's giving you like vibes of like I'm not really into it anymore. Like you got to like quit. You have to like let her come to you. Because the more times that you try when you've already picked up that vibe, the more you're like adding to the rejection. For me anyway. And, you know, I'm kind of bummed because I did think like there's obviously like a ton of things about this person I really, really liked. But the things that I didn't like just outweighed those a lot. And I'm happier now. Oh, well. Naked Roast Battle. This is a good episode. We're just going to put this on Patreon, though. I don't think you guys deserve this. Nah, I'll let you have it. I don't care. I want new flowers today. I'm going to go lay out on my roof. I'm really going to enjoy that. Getting some vitamin D. I crushed my Metcon class today. Just kidding. I was like pretty good though. <laughs> I just, uh, sometimes I can do 30, the 30 dumbbells. The thing with the Metcon class is some exercises you can go heavy weights with, but then the next thing he has you doing is like quick little squat jumps or like toe taps. And it's like, yeah. I had a great session with a personal trainer. Did I tell you? We just really focused on time under tension and like making the muscles that you want to grow tired because a lot of these like high reps classes, you're basically just strengthening your grip. If you're not fatiguing the muscle to the point of like, I can't stand up anymore. I can't do any more of these. And we did some hamstring curls. The hotel gym at the win, too crowded. Too crowded at high peak hours without enough equipment spaces. Where, where's all the money? I mean, you're charging Boku dollars. The casino's got to be making bank. Expand that gym. If you threw some money, you should have like three more sections of just weights. You know, there's cardio machines for, as far as the eye can see. But get some more like mirrors. There's only one squat rack. And then they have like that like barbell rack that goes from like 20 to 100. But as far as plates, they only have one machine and then, uh, you know, a set of dumbbells basically because there's only, you know, so many increments. It's not enough, not enough space. I felt crowded. I did complain. That is Karen Fian complaining. Um, they didn't clean my room enough. They never do. Why don't they clean my room more? I mess it up. <laughs> I think it would, if I liked cleaning, it would be a fun room to clean because I put, I put I hide things places. 
<laughs> I make little puzzles. So I was like, here, set this up. I love how they do it when they do do it though. Cause we, they cleaned all of like, they put all my skincare in order and all my makeup lined up. When they do it, they do it really nice, but not the last day. <clears throat> Have you ever stayed at the Wynn? No, I went to, I think the only time I've ever been there is my friends had like an engagement party there. Yeah. Um, and it was just like, a, oh, actually, I don't even think it was the win. The win's, <laughs> the win's not the W, right? No, but you're a winner, Nicole. Thanks. And so am I. Um, the W is great. I love a W. The W in LA, W in Houston is nice. Roof deck pool. There's a lot of great W's. Isn't there a W in Jersey? Yeah, the one that they had their party at was Hoboken. Oh. Um, and it yeah, was right there, gorgeous. right? Can't you yeah. see it? Probably, yeah. I think you can see it from here. I can see the W from my house. <gasps> Fuck, I love a hotel. Miami Standard is still my favorite hotel. Nobody's knocking it because of how specific it is to what I want to do when I'm on vacation. But um, the win, like I said, the gym's not big enough. There, if I'm spending X amount of dollars a night, I want coffee like outside my door. This is something the Hotel Zaza in Austin and Houston does impeccably. They just have a huge fucking jar tap thing of coffee and all the accoutrement you could desire 6 a.m. every day. And it stays hot in that thing. At the win, I got free coffee every morning with my hotel card, but I had to walk and I was on the 35th floor. I had to walk... <laughs> and a walk like six minutes to get to a coffee shop so yes i got a free coffee but i still had a tip so was it really free <laughs> but i will say this that i love the most about the wind there's like two like shopping malls basically inside there are these two different hallways one of them had like balenciaga golden goose um what else but Prada, or, or no, Prada was on the other side. Prada and Chanel, um, Louis Vuitton. Uh, it was so fun. Just, you know, window shopping, of course. I didn't buy anything. And then they have these little old cars and these guys stand in front of the cars, probably like waiting for you to ask some questions. But I would just be like, hey, stop looking at me. <laughs> When I did first arrive, it was very late and I was in a mood and nobody helped me with my bags because I, I went straight to the wind, but I had to walk to the wind Encore Towers or whatever. And I was like, how much money do you have to spend here for someone to carry your bags? What a bitch. That's fucked up. Do you remember the first nice hotel you ever stayed at? Mm. I mean, I stayed in like a bunch of hotels growing up. One of like, but they were all like shitty, not shitty, but average. Cause they would be like on my speech and debate, like away tournament. So it'd be like a whole school they would have to get like hotel rooms for, or like 30 kids or whatever. But uh, my dad, when he had business trips, he there was like a few fancy hotels in Boston that I went to. But as far as as an adult, I think the W, like when I was dating the Lucas brothers, he, we got a room at the W in like um, New Orleans and that was really lovely and fancy. Maybe it was the standard, maybe it was a W, I forget. I think it was a W, a W. It was great. I love a one hotel. 
I'm toying with switching from the standard to the one hotel, but I don't think I will. The standard, especially like midweek, it's just the spa is enormous. It's so big. You have yoga at 7 a.m. every morning. The gym is never that crowded. Everything you order off the menu is healthy and delicious. There's something called a coca latte. Coca latte? What did I? Coca latte? I would get it every morning. It was like coconut milk and it was like thick and good. What was I talking about? Skankfest! Woo 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 woo! Skankfest! Sometimes I would have to go home and recharge my social battery because it was so, you get overwhelmed, you get so excited either seeing people you haven't seen or just seeing your friends that you love in a different setting. It's just really fun. Um, Maddie Smith is <laughs> cracking me up. <laughs> One of the girls came off of the naked roast battle and Maddie like had a robe waiting for her. And she's like, here, let me catch you. What can I do? And people were like teasing her. Maddie's a good kid. Meanwhile, Maddie had like shorts on that were all the way up her ass crack and she's walking around. <laughs> Maddie Smith cracks me up. Okay, for judges for the roast battle, it was me, Chris Vega, and Alexis Fox. Ale like her name is Alexis F Live on Instagram. I forget her name. She's an adult film star and she's got like a million gazillion followers, maybe like five gazillion million. I mean, oh shit, for, don't forget me to do that AMAs, Nicole. Hold on. Alexis. Alexis Fox, yeah, but it's F-A-W-X. Yeah, she has 2.7 million followers. She was so much fun. She sat next to me and she has like huge boobs. <laughs> and I have like little tiny ones. And uh, nobody, I was like, why, why I, I was about to make it. I was like, why isn't anybody making this like before and after joke or just the disparity between us? I said that to Jodorosa and he was like, because you both look great. Like they both make sense on both of your frames. I was like, okay, Mr. Ernest, shut up. Now that you're gay, you're being all fucking queer. Sorry to Lugie. Uh, Chris Vega, who has a big dick, and Jason Ellis, who, you know, very sexually explorative man. Really good time. Yeah, what's the vibe? Are you guys, like, looking at each other? Are you pretending you don't see it? Like, I've never been to one, so I don't know. I look at everything. I'm like, what's next? Let me see. I love genitals. Oh, show me, show me your little bits. <laughs> um, I just sort of, we all glance around. I feel like the audience tries to, like, I mean, I'll, I'll, the jokes do very well in this environment because it's more than jokes on live podcasts and improv shows, not to like, you know, pull the curtain too hard, but a big part of the reason uh, why they do so well is because they're in the moment and people just give you more credit for coming up with that, like off the dome. Sometimes the audience is even thinking the same thing as you, but then that triggers laughter too. Like, I love you to say, I'm going to say that. Um, so that's even like more so on the naked roast battle. And Zach does a really good job of like selling that home too. Just being like, you guys like get, these guys are fucking naked and they're talking shit about each other, like physically and like, and mentally, emotionally. Um, but they were so good. First battle was this guy named Matt and this chick, Sarah, I want to say I've tagged them all in my story. Go back and check out. I mean, it's gone now. I don't know what I'm telling you to go look at. This isn't. 
Just ignore what I just said. I'll fucking post them again. Sarah and Matt. Sarah was so hot. Looked like a model. Like Karen Diaz in her prime naked. And they went back and forth. She's a single mom. <laughs> She's a fucking ballsy bitch. I really liked her. And the other guy, she kept calling him like autistic and stuff like that. I voted for her. I think he won, but I voted for her because I preferred looking at her body. Um, he had like a teeny tiny penis and everybody kept making fun of it. And I was like, why people can make fun of it? We have yet to see it. I don't know. What is there to make fun of? Then the next battle, I think was this girl, Autumn, who was so friggin' cute. She was like a little cherub. Oh, I loved her. And then she was battling this guy who looked like Jesus. And he was just like trying to hit her looks, but she was too cute. It just, none of it was landing. So I was like, she's an angel and you're being like mean Jesus. <laughs> um, I forgot his name. And then there was Lexi and that ginger guy. I want to say, his, I think Josh, I think his name was Josh. They had the best battle. One of the better battles I've ever seen in general. And I've judged a lot of battles with people fully clothed. They were fucking nailing each other. He called her Man Frank at one point. She had like a perfect set of like big luscious boobs. And he was slightly malnourished looking. So I was like, can you breastfeed him before the next round? Give him a little energy. Pick this up a little bit. But yeah, people who know like who've ever seen the rake, the rake, the naked roast battle. It's just so fun. <clears throat> it's a special, special show. There's a reason why you can't take pictures and nobody films it, and it's only for us. It's only for the people that are there. So, yeah. Oh, I'm going to do my um, questions. I've had the same Lugie Lodge since 8 a.m. Since 8... Oh, do you hear that bird? All right, I got to figure out how to do this. I'm a stupid idiot. Oh, wait, I remember. And we have an email, onlyfanspodcast at gmail.com. We do? Yeah. This is for my mom. She's well, like, hey, if, pay your student loans. <laughs> if you have any, like, longer questions or want advice, that's the place to go. Yeah. If, yeah. Yeah. What Nicole said. Um, your biggest turn on. That's so interesting. I'm just, like, want to look at this. Because I've been talking lately about things that like turn me off. Um, my biggest turn on. I mean, one of them is like a guy that can make me laugh for sure. But like, I guess generally speaking. If you're able to be like a fan of mine while having your own thing that I that I'm maybe into that I think is cool. That would be a big turn on. Sounds like the bar is very low, Karen. Uh, would you ever perform in Montana? Yeah, I would love to go to Mount Montana. I've been rewatching Yellowstone. <laughs> I want to go. I want to get a cowboy. I want to see the mountains. I want to see the ranges. I want to see the cows and everything. Bring me there. Somebody just wrote the words ATM. What does that mean at the moment? Send money. Send money. You send money. Favorite and least favorite Skankfest moment. They wrote moments, plural, but they're getting one and one. Least favorite moment? I don't really have one. 
You didn't have any like weird fan interactions or someone said no, something weird to you? I like with me anyway, I don't know if it's um, because you guys know me, you've known me for so long. And even though I'm like topless at the naked roast battle and like obviously naked on the internet, um, the, you guys are so respectful of like me and my face. Like, yeah, once in a while the sweaty armpit thing, whatever. <clears throat> but the majority it's like, super respectful everybody's nice specific compliments just like happy to be there i want to take a picture i want you to like sign something um and it's just nice it makes you feel good it makes it like makes it so worthwhile like favorite moment um i don't know maybe when uh when uh i got um a reuben from the deli at the circa this reuben was fucking banging it had sauerkraut on it who is your most famous OF subscriber? I don't know because it's all anonymous. What is something you liked ironically you now love unironically? What the fuck does that question mean? I've never liked anything ironically. If I like it, I just like it. I hate that question. I hate it so much. Are you ever afraid when traveling for comedies and comedy condos, et cetera? No, lucky for me, I'm always with a male, typically, uh, colleague. So when I'm traveling, um, unless I'm like coming, I mean, I'm always uh, chaperoned. Very rarely am I just like walking home anywhere or staying anywhere like alone. I've always got a buddy that's looking out for me or I'm at a nice hotel. How long shall you grow your hair? I don't know, as long as it'll get. What are all the jobs you had, including high school part-time jobs? That's a psychotic question. My first job was at Marshall's. Uh, then I worked at the Mug and Muffin as a waitress. I had multiple waitressing jobs in college. I also worked for a man who sharpened scissors out of his van. I worked for an event marketing company called EMRG Inc. It's basically a glorified bottle girl. Um, then I was a writer at Paramount Network. And now I'm a world-famous sex worker when will you come to san diego can you fucking tell my manager what gives you the right that's from diego he's a goofball favorite city you performed in i love all the cities my top favorite cities that i like the most are probably like i don't know chicago columbus um vegas was really fun i love boston um tampa uh i don't know this is from Steve Ranazizi. He said, why won't you have me on? This is my fault. Because <laughs> we were going to do it at Skankfest. And then I just, you know, kept doing mushrooms. <laughs> Act in a TV show for 10 seasons or a movie franchise. Wow. Those are, things are so plausible for me that I can't even decide. Um, no question. I like your face. The end. How was Skankfest? It was awesome. Do you pay more attention these days to your comedy and trying to avoid being canceled? No. Do you want new OnlyFans shirt designs drawn up? Yeah. Yeah, Fitzy. Yeah. Yeah. Hit me up. Just do it. Or just do it, Fitzy. Just start doing it and we'll start selling them and you won't make any money. Did you hear me? That's, are you going to release a special? Yeah, a special fart. <laughs> Oh my God, Colin was farting into the microphone during that row. I just remember this so bad that the next comedian surely will get pink eye. The fumes and the la he was pushing them out at the end. And I'm like, there's no way you're not covered in shit out of your butthole and on your underpants, you nasty fuck. 
I can't think find a fucking pussy at this fuck festival. Oh, do you think it's because you have a shitty butt turd, you stinky butt man? <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Two guys at once? Yeah, I would. But they would have to be like just Ian Lara and I don't know who the other one would be. But Ian Lara, mostly. This is good. Oh, this is going to be bad, though. So now you have a steady new dude. Any chance he shows up on the OF? No, he's gone. He's out. How do I fix my ugliness for dating apps? You're just develop your personality, especially if you're a man. doesn't even matter. Literally doesn't matter. Look at all the ugly people I've dated. And I'm a model. Do you have dating app pet peeves? I don't do the apps. I just can't. I just don't. They're just not for me. <clears throat> I think you just like, <clears throat> excuse me. I don't know. Uh, uh, the thought of having to explain myself to like somebody, a straight, well, it's not my fault. You're, you're such a fucking pussy. You really are such a bitch. I love you. I know. I'm almost done. I'm doing my AMA. I'm doing my recap, Mabel. This guy said, may I take you to dinner one evening? Let's look at him. Yeah, probably not. No, he, see, you're private. Can you just like, if you're gonna really shoot your shot, I get it if you need to stay private because you're a criminal. <laughs> you have somebody like out to get you, whatever. But if you're going to shoot your shot, make yourself unprivate for 24 hours because I will. Maybe I will, but never if you're private. I'm not I'm not going off of one photo. What's his bio, though? Because I feel like that can be telling. I lost him. I lost him. All right, here he is. Hold on. Bio. Oh, shit. I don't want to message him. How do I look at his gosh darn bio again? I don't know how I looked at his friggin' thing before, but I did. I know he's private. Here we go. Here we go. I did it. Not no bio. No bio. Am I, can it, is it somewhere, will it, would it be somewhere else? No, it would just be like under his Nothing. name and picture. Nothing. Oh, so there was no payoff for that whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be like, could be like embarrassing, could be like a deep quote. I know. He, he could be like, will become public if I shoot my shot. Have you ever met an Illuminati member? I don't know. When are we going to see more butthole content? Shut up. Have you ever had your feet licked? Yes, of course. Who are your comedy heroes? I don't know. Are you ever in London, England? No, I want to go. Uh, Lewis's penis over under 6.5 inches. Nope, that's exactly it. Will you and your boyfriend surf Amelia Island with me? Sure, that sounds fun. Um, I've been like, this has been a fun podcast for me. Make sure we got all these. What's your favorite part about having Mabel? That's such a great question. Um, 
Mabel's my best friend and the natural dopamine that she gives me every morning when we go and play catch with her frisbee and the fact that we've obviously been scouted to compete. I'm just excited about this new career that I'm obviously going to have with Mabel. We'll be traveling champions. We'll book gigs that'll be like Mabel has a meet in the morning at like noon and then mama will have a gig at probably the back room of a bar. <laughs> At night. Yeah, I want to film a special. I want to put together a little team and shoot it at the Gramercy Theater. That's what I want to do. Nicole, you're on the team. Mike is on the team. Joe Harari's on the team probably, but he's not going to fucking do anything. Fucking loser. Joe's like, I have FOMO about Skankfest. I'm like, but he's messaging me while I'm at the pool at the win. I'm like, nobody's heat. This isn't Skankfest. <laughs> this is the pool at the win. Oh, yeah, I, do, I would like to apologize to Kim Congdon. I did miss her show that I was booked on in my defense. They, what, the email that I saw said Karen Fian, 2.45 p.m. So I went to the pool and I got to the venue probably 2.35, cutting it close. But then nobody knew where I was supposed to go and couldn't point me or lead me. And I just wandered around for 10 minutes before I quit. Sorry. Genuine apologies. Do you want to talk about your travel struggles? Getting there. Oh, when I went to the wrong airport, like a fucking tardo. <laughs> I'm a LaGuardia girl. I'm such a fucking fixated routine person. Last weekend I was traveling to and from LaGuardia, so I must be doing it again. And I always want to. I don't know why I agreed to fly out of JFK. I don't like JFK. It's super far from my apartment. It takes me an hour to get there. I sat in traffic at seven something in the morning after the red eye. But somehow I did manage to get on the flight. Um, okay. God bless Ian Lara. Cause we're texting cause we're on the same flight and he's like, where are you? I was like, Oh, I'm here. Blah, blah, blah. I'm in security. The line, I gave the guy my ID and it's like, meh, meh, no, meh, meh. And I'm like, what's it doing? Is it expired? Probably. I don't know. He goes, well, can I see your boarding pass? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, this is LaGuardia. You're flying out of JFK. And that moment is when your heart goes, oh, oh no, oh no. Because it feels like it's so far away, impossible. Like there's no way on how you're going to make it. And some guy's like, go down to Sky Priority. They'll help you. Because I was flying first class. So I go down and they're like, just try to get there. And I did. I ran with my, and then my bag got pulled at security. They're boarding. I'm texting. Ian's like, don't worry. I'm getting the flight delayed. I'm taking my time. I'm like, okay. He's being a superhero, genuinely. But then again, he also told me to like try to get off at Terminal 2 and then take the shuttle. And it just doubled my time because they wouldn't let me through the security at Terminal 2 because I had a Delta boarding pass. So I had to go to Terminal 4. And Ian used to work at the airport. He should have known that fact. He was like, why wouldn't they let you go? I'm like, I don't know. That seems to be like the international law or whatever. I'm in the security line. I'm cutting people because my flight's boarding. I'm skipping people. They're letting me skip. People are letting me skip. And then they'll be like one douchebag. You'd be like, good, 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 good douche. Like it was like duck, duck, goose, but good, good douche. And then I finally get through and I'm They pull my bag. They search my fucking Louie. I can barely get it zipped up again. I'm running, running, sweating, bright red, sweating. Finally get there. Sit first class next to this smarmy little fuck. It's like 20 something year old brunette kid. So how has your experience thus far been? I'm like dripping sweat, bright red. And then I think we were delayed like another at least 30 to 45 minutes. Which really made my blood boil. And they, the Delta is fucking up. I'm not, they're not feeding us on these flights. 
I think it's the timing, but like, fuck you. Give me some edible food. Delta's fucking up lately. All right, this was a good podcast. You ever gotten with a fan who was in their 20s? No. All right. I think that's it. Is there anything else I wanted to cover? I'm really, I think that's it. I think I gave it, it to you guys. I think I gave it to you. We, we got great guests coming up in the future. Um, keep listening. <sighs> Nicole just laughed at me because I said, keep listening. She's like, <laughs> Um, uh, no, I'm going to be coming. We'll be traveling soon. I'm in Tampa in January for, um, the side splitters, the sunshine festival. Um, and then I'm going to go to the carnival of combat cause, um, Lewis said I could perform. So I'm going to go and do like, I don't know, maybe like a set or two there. I think that's the first weekend in November. Um, I'm in New York. I got a bunch of spots at the stand all throughout October. So if you're in the city, just look up the stand schedule. I'm there every single Monday night with uh, Aaron Berg, 10 p.m. frantic and spots throughout the month. Um, and yeah, and then I will be planning a trip to the Standard Hotel. Can't wait. It's so weird. It's like I've never wanted it to get cold before but like now i'm like i can't wait till it gets cold enough for me to want to leave